Well, this theory is the podcast, podcast, show. Podcast, show. podcast show. Where we are igniting you to transform humanity. Transform humanity. Transform humanity. Transform humanity. Hello and welcome to the Change Element Podcast, where we are igniting you to transform humanity. And this is the intersection of entrepreneurs, leaders, visionaries, where we come together to talk about big ideas and small steps. It's where insight and action meet. Your hosts are Stephen Ma, Tim Bartlett, and me, Corey Damon. And today is element That's number two for all your English paper. And the title is How to Get Started on Your Idea. Today, Stephen is going to lead us in a conversation about ideas. If, if you are like me, then you have a ton of ideas, but many of them aren't worth pursuing. So how do we figure out which ideas we need to pursue? And then how do we get started and get those ideas out into the world? Because a good idea just doesn't belong in our head. We have to, we have to set it free. So prepare to set your idea free and prepare to change with element two. This week's been, it's been a good up and down for me. Um, you know, had some setbacks, had some uh, good moments, but uh, I love my coffee. Um, coffee always gets me through the day. That's awesome, man. I'm with you. This this change in weather that we're finally getting here in Southern California has been very welcomed. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying my coffee in the morning and my mochaccino at night. Ooh, cozy. <laughs> Does that actually have caffeine in it? Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, well, it's like, you know, 98% caffeine free. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like I've taken in so much coffee over the years that it doesn't affect me all that much unless I actually want it to. So in the morning when I drink my coffee and I get my caffeine, I get that rush, but then I also drink coffee at night and then I do my thing and then I just kind of go to sleep after that. So, so it's (laughs) weird. I think it's now more of just a, a mental thing. It's like a little sugar pill. Yeah. It, it works when I think I want right. it to work. The placebo <laughs> effect, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, and Steven, so you've been, uh, you spend spending a lot of time in front of the, uh, the camera lately, haven't you? Yes. A lot of time in the front of the camera. I'm actually trying to send auditions in for my new action movie. Um, that's always been my dream to, <laughs> to right. walk away from an exploding something like a big exploding building and have fire in the background. And, you know, I don't really care at all because that's, that's pretty cool. So, so yeah, that's what I've been doing in front of the camera lately. Just basically filming myself walking away from things and then, and, and hopefully hoping that some director will pick that up. Good luck. And you've got like four hours of footage. Yes. I'm walking away from plants, from cars, from street signs, you know, anything that I can find just to try to perfect that look. It sounds like you got a great plan, man. I, I do, and and I'm hoping that it will it will start pretty soon because that that's that's my big idea. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start my uh, acting career. Well, that's a that's a great transition, Stephen. <laughs> the the title of our podcast today is "How to Get Started 
on your idea. And as a matter of fact, it's going to be Stephen Ma that leads us through the, this discussion. So I'm going to kick it over to you, Stephen, and take us to the promised land, man. All right. Thank you, Corey. So today, how to get started on a big idea. This uh, actually came because I recently uh, wrote a blog post and also a little PDF guide on it. And I thought, hey, this is a great thing to expand into an episode because it reminds me of, you know, way back when, when I got started on a lot of things. So so just a quick story. It was uh, several years ago that um, I wanted to start this company. So here's the thing. I didn't even know what it was I really wanted to do. Um, I wanted to do something to help uh, people in poverty overseas. So I thought, uh, do I like, I don't know, just send people money? Do I like buy stuff and sell it here? Do I try to like, you know, make a nonprofit or website? And like, I had this idea brewing in me for years and years and years. And I just, I didn't know how to start it until eventually one day I just decided like, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to just start this company. I don't really know exactly where I'm headed, but I need to just get going with that. And so in this episode, we'll talk a little bit more into that story and, and what that was like for me. But um, I I want to, you know, kind of point present it out there that a lot of us have these ideas. You know, a lot of us have things that we want to do. We have things that we want to accomplish, but um, there's so many barriers that are holding us back, whether it's maybe you're starting you have an, a business idea that you want to just start. Uh, maybe you uh, work in a company, an organization. You have this cool idea for a project that your company could do, but you know you just don't know how to get it off the ground. Or maybe it's just even in your own personal life. You have a, a passion, a hobby, something that you want to pursue, but you don't even know how to how to kind of get started on that. So I actually want to ask you, Corey. Um, Corey has been uh, an entrepreneur. He's he's a small business owner. And uh, Corey, I know that you made a few years ago, you made the transition from from working for an existing company and you had this desire in you to, to go off on your own and to start your own small business. But I was wondering, can you tell tell us a little bit about, you know, maybe some of the fears or doubts that you had in, in getting started on your idea? Like what, what was holding you back in some ways? Yeah. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was with this particular company for, um, nearly 10 years and I, I really had this desire, this urge to step out on my own to, and start a business. And the, the sad thing is, is that I wanted to do that for five years before I actually did it. And, and really, I, I think looking back on it now and, discovering, you know, what it was, what was holding me back? Why couldn't I just take that leap? And certainly there was, uh, there was fear in that. And, and the fear really was the, uh, the undercurrent or the root, but really what I was going through on the surface level was, you know, the negative beliefs that I had, uh, you know, you're not good enough. You don't have the skills to run a business. Um, you're not smart enough to do it. Uh, what if you fail? What happens then? And then part of that too is pride, man. What if I fail? What are, what are people going to think of me? And so I, I was going through these conversations for almost five years before I, I finally was able to get over them and, and get past the lies that I was telling myself and, and really step into it. And yeah, I think a lot of us really face those same challenges of, you know, being afraid of, of people, I don't know, judging us, you know, thinking like, oh, like what if I do fail? What are, 
other people going to think about me? And and those can really hold us back, those limiting beliefs that Corey said. And, and Tim's had a similar experience. I know that Tim came from a really successful career for a large uh, corporation. And and Tim, when you left, you you then took a, a bold step into the entrepreneur world, into this, this online business world that you weren't all too familiar with. And I know you had a few doubts and hesitations at the beginning. So can you share with us a little bit about, you know, what were some of the doubts or fears that you had uh, holding you back from entering into this world? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, <laughs> you're absolutely right. I did not know uh, hardly anything. In fact, you guys might still believe that I know hardly anything uh, about the entrepreneurial world. And the biggest fears I think that I face, and, and I'm sure a lot of, of listeners can relate to this, is just being in unfamiliar territory, just feeling outside your comfort zone is a little unnerving. And, uh, you know, for me, I was in the corporate environment for a long time. I mean, well over 10 years. And even though there's challenges that you face in those environments, you also become, uh, you know, acclimated to that environment and, uh, everything that, that it, it has. And so when you step out of that, you're, you're in this new territory that it, it feels really uncomfortable and it really sort of forced me to, uh, really evaluate, um, how I view, myself. And what I mean by that specifically is, is how do I view my skills, my, my gifts, my strengths and my passions? And do I view them in the same light or do I view them differently now that I am out of this previous context that I had been successful in? And it was a challenge because it seems like, yeah, no matter how good, you know, you might be, you know, in one area, as soon as you move into a next area, it's like starting all over again. And so that was a challenge for sure. Um, that, that fear of just, man, I am uncomfortable here and I am now needing to really reassess my own perspective or my own perception of self. It reminds me of this quote um, that I'm sure a lot of you have seen around. Uh, it says, all progress takes place outside the comfort zone. Um, and, and I love that quote because it does remind us that like anytime we we start on a new idea, it's going to be uncomfortable. It, it takes risks and it's, it's unknown. Like we don't know how it's going to turn out, but we'll, we'll actually never know until we step forward into that. And so with me, um, I, you know, all those fears held me back too. of like, I don't know what to do. What if I fail? Like what will other people think? And so today what we're going to talk about is how we all kind of stepped into those areas for ourselves and uh, provide you guys with a few good tips on if you have an idea, you know, how do you actually just get started on it? And so, so the first, uh, uh, tip or uh, strategy that I want to give you guys is to just let your idea out, to tell other people about it, to write it down, to, to make it solid. Because here's the thing. Um, when we have an idea in our head, it, it stays in our head. It doesn't go out at all. And it's so easy to, to push it off to the back burner. And so I, I remember when I actually got started on my idea was when I actually told a friend like, Hey, 
I have this idea and I'm, I'm going to try to go after it this year. And instantly there is that accountability of like, oh shoot, I need, I need to do this now. And then the next layer of accountability was in, I, I emailed a few of my friends and I, I told them like, Hey, this is an idea that I have. If you have any like feedback, please let me know. And that was probably the scariest email I've ever sent in my entire life to just be able to, uh, you know, let people know about that. And so, so an idea, getting an idea out can come in many ways. It can be just simply just writing it down on a piece of paper. It can be, you know, like telling other people about it. But, um, Corey, when, when you got started on, uh, this business idea and on a few, I know you started a ton of other businesses, but, uh, Corey can be known as one of those serial entrepreneurs. He, he starts a lot of businesses. And so with, with that first business or an, another business, what were some of the things you did to like kind of make it more real to get it out of your head and into reality? Come back and ask me, but I'm going to ask you a question real quick, Stephen, if you don't mind. Okay. So, no problem. so this, this idea of, of getting it out of your head, uh, is, is that, was that the, the first step that you took or had you already sort of come up with the idea and thought it through to, to, to some extent before you started talking about it? Or did, was that one of the first things that you started doing? Well, I had to really mold around on that idea for, for similar to you, like five years. Like I, and I had a rough idea of the the general direction I wanted to head. It certainly wasn't planned out at all, but when it was basically when I first let the idea out and, and I had a, a general goal that I wanted to head in that when I started talking to other people, they helped inform me of that strategy of like, okay, what, what should I do next? You know, what are some of the steps and plans I have? Gotcha. And, and I asked because I, you know, I found, I, I found myself in both situations, mm -hmm. one where I thought about it for too long before I said anything. Mm -hmm. And then in other situations where I said something too soon. Mm -hmm. And so there's no, there's no right answer, I suppose, but I, I will say this, um, for, for me anyway, before I have too many conversations and I'll, I'll talk to close friends or my wife about an idea early on, but before I have too many conversations, I really think about the, really the purpose of the idea, mm -hmm. whatever the business is going to be, what is the purpose behind the business? Why do I, why do I want to spend all of my time and energy and passion really invested in this business? What, what's the point of it? Because if, if we don't clearly know our purpose or the, the point of what we're doing, then we, because it's going to be difficult at one point or another, right? We all know that. And in the, those difficult moments, we have to like reflect on our purpose and why we're doing it. And oftentimes that's what pulls us through. So that would be, that would be my, um, hint is that really understand the point of what you want to do clearly understand the purpose, uh, for it. Yeah. That's a great point, Corey. Now I, I want to add on a, an extra question, a follow-up question to that. Like, how do you know if that idea is worth pursuing? Like, how do you know, you know, how do you get that kind of clarity of knowing like, okay, this is really what I want to do and what I should be doing next? Yeah. So it's, it's sort of like, uh, well, I was going to say hemorrhoid, but I won't say hemorrhoid. It's, <laughs> it's, it's sort of uh, like, I know what that's like. <laughs> it's sort of like that itch, right? It's like, I can't get this, I can't get this idea out of my, my freaking head. I'm always thinking about it. And not only am I always thinking about it, but I get really excited about it too. And typically for me, that's, that's like, 
uh, indication on 10, like, wow, this is definitely something you need to think about at a deeper level. If it's something that I, I just can't get my mind off of and it gets me really excited, then at that point, I'll start telling other people so that I can get feedback from them and, and see what they think about it. Yeah, that's a great, great point, Corey. Um, to, to really kind of find that that itch, that thing that's on your mind that you just can't let go of. And, and Tim, I know you've had a similar experience in that when you before you started into the entrepreneur world and and before Tim started to, uh, you know, join Corey and I to found this uh, new company, The Change Element, you, you know, you you were kind of mulling around for a while of what to do next. You're really trying to figure out, you know, what's what's the next step and what's the next direction in life. And then you uh, you then took that step into the entrepreneur world. And so so can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how did you know that this was the right choice for you at that time? How did you know, like, okay, like of all the different options I could take, like this is a step that I'm going to uh, go into. Right. Uh, the, the truth is, is that I, I didn't ever really get to a place that I, I just knew. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that may not be good news to you guys, but, uh, but no, but, but look, in all honesty, I, I don't, I don't think we really ever like really know until after we've made the decision. Hmm. I think it's always kind of in hindsight yeah. that we have all this clarity, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think a little bit of, of what Corey talked about is relevant to what I experienced as well with just this kind of feeling of ex- excitement. And I would also say that it was something that stirred my soul. And and I know that sounds a little bit maybe out there, but what I mean by that is um, – you know, I like I, I couldn't sleep, right? Like I, I would lay there constantly thinking about it and I, I could feel my heart beating, you know, faster as I thought through, you know, the the potential future of stepping into that. And and what I did was I, I kind of assessed, you know, the potential future of stepping into that, even though I, I may not know exactly what that may look like and it may be a little scary. Do would do I prefer the you know, the angst or the, even the, the timidity that may come with that decision, or do I prefer never having made that step Hmm. and always sort of wondering what if, and, and for me, uh, you know, one of the, the revelations that I really came to is that I don't want to continue to live my life asking myself that question. Like, what if, what if I had only done this or what if I had taken that step? What if I had, you know, uh, taken the leap and jumped into this new thing. Like I just, I never wanted, I don't want to spend the rest of my life experiencing that. And so I, I kind of, in a weird way, even though maybe I didn't necessarily start in a very logical sense when I'm talking about the stirring of my soul, I think I ended up coming to a very logical analysis of, you know, which, which, which of those you know, fears would I prefer? And I wanted, I chose to, Hey, look, if I'm going to be taken out of my comfort zone, or if I'm going to be fearful about something, it's going to be something that also excites me. Something that has a potential future that I may not even see much more over the, the future of just not doing anything or not moving forward. And so that, that was for me, the, the big part of it. Yeah. Those are such great points, Tim. And, And it reminds me of this quote, uh, that goes something like this, that, you know, we only really step forward when the change or the the, the pain of staying the same yeah. 
um, exceeds the fear of change. That's perfect. Um, we only move forward when uh, the pain of staying the same exceeds the fear of change. Because, you know, both both are uncomfortable. Like, stepping forward and taking a risk into the unknown is uncomfortable. But then, at some point, when you stay the same, like, that begins to get uncomfortable, too. And so, so it's like you, what you said, Tim. You kind of have to choose, like, you know, which is in a way worse um, and, and which presents, you know, the greater possibility and potential. And so I know for a lot of our listeners out there, you guys are at that, that, um, that place, that fork in the road where you're, you're wondering like, okay, is this the right time to start? Because obviously you don't want to just like, you know, anytime like a fleeting idea comes in your mind, just like jump right into it because then you're going to be jumping into a million directions. But when do you actually, you know, get started on that idea? And and really, like, to be honest, there's no perfect answer. Like, um, it, it's kind of a, a mix of feeling when the time is right and when the time is wrong. Um, sometimes we can over plan and be paralyzed and not be doing anything because we're, we're just planning and planning and planning and we never actually get anything going. Or sometimes we can just, you know, like not plan enough and kind of dive head in and not know, you know, what the next direction is. And so in terms of kind of creating a strategy and moving forward, um, what I like to do is, is to help you break your idea down. You know, think about where you want to be a year from now. That's a good place to start just in a year. Like if you started on this idea, where do you want to be then? And then kind of break it down a little more into like, okay, what's kind of the first milestone that you want to hit? So for example, in my case, I want to start a business. A year from then, I want to be able to be operating, you know, in that business with a small team and making sales. And um, and so I knew I, I gave myself a year to launch that business. So the first thing I knew I need to do is We'll actually figure out what the heck like my business was, and so so my first milestone was to kind of just outline like kind of a one page business plan of you know what exactly I was going to do, and so in order to hit that milestone, I knew I needed to talk to a lot of people. So I talked to a bunch of people who were experienced in business, who were experienced in my particular industry, to kind of you know get those ideas, and so so for me that was I was able to kind of move forward in that idea. Now. Um, the, the third thing I kind of want to, to mention is, you know, the hardest part of getting started is just taking that first step of just doing it. And, and that is so, so hard to do. It, I mean, research has shown that like just getting started is so much harder than continuing something. So um, I, I want to jump back to you, Corey, um, just just in general, whether it's starting a business, whether it's pursuing a hobby, maybe it's just like you know, trying to start an exercise plan, whatever it is, like, how do you, how do you get started? How do you break past, like, you know, all the hesitation and doubt and excuses that you make in your mind? Like, how, how can our audience just be able to, to, to move past that line and, and, and just basically, yeah, get started. Yeah. Yeah. You know, often I think we're, we're up against a, a brick wall and we're just banging our head, right? It's like, we can't go anywhere. Um, we're not going to be able to get through this wall, but sometimes if we, if we just step back away from the wall far enough, we realize that there's actually a, a door next to it <laughs> and we can just open up that door and walk through it. So I think 
some of it is perspective, right? Take a step back, examine where you are, examine where you want to go. And, and then really, I, I think in the end, the thing that is really the, the tipping point, right? That thing that's going to get us over the edge of, of stagnation is wanting something bad enough to actually try it. And I, I have a, a mentor of mine, his name's Aaron Walker. And he, he said at one point that failure is not trying. And look, if you just if you just try, even if it doesn't work out, that's never failure. That's a a learning opportunity is what I call it. And so the only way you're going to fail is by not not doing it, not trying it. So whether it's weight loss, a business, whatever it might be, just really understand what it is like. Why? Why do you want to do that? Um, how is it going to benefit you or benefit others around you and really focus on that thing that uh, the impact that it's going to have on you or on others and and hone in on that. Yeah, that's such a great point, Corey. Thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah, just realizing for everyone that trying is not failing. It's you're, you're trying, you're finding a way to do something. So, so that's such a great point. Um, Tim, can you share with us, uh, in your experiences of whether it's starting a company or just starting something new, what helps you get past that point of hesitation to actually start and take that first step? Yeah. Well, listen, I think you, you already touched on a few of the key things that were, uh, important for me. You, you mentioned, you know, telling someone else. Um, and you also talked about, you know, having that end goal in mind and, and then breaking it in, in up into chunks and, you know, and feeling like that makes it, you know, a little bit more doable. And, and those things were, were absolutely the case for me, but I would say the other key element that, that helped me just actually take that first step forward was, just having like the understanding or the uh, the perspective that there there's very little that that we can do that we can't undo if needed, and I think it's it's I think a lot of times we think like okay like whatever this thing is like it has to work like this first step has to be the right first step and if it isn't then I'm screwed. And I, I, I don't think that's the case. I think that movement is healthy. And I, I think rather than thinking that, you know, my next step has to be the right step, I think just having that perspective that, hey, as I take steps, and even if it leads me, you know, down a road that I actually have to detour from, uh, that's okay because that's a lesson learned and we're better for it. And so um, having that mindset that, look, as long as I am taking those steps with the right intentions, like I know ultimately, you know, what I hope to achieve or where I hope to be, uh, there really, you don't have to be so fearful of that first step. It, it really just becomes one of many. Yeah, that's so great. Thank you so much for sharing that point, Tim, of just knowing that your first step doesn't have to be the perfect step that you can't like just taking the first step is more important than getting the first step right. Um, Because once we take that first step, then we're already building up momentum. So so to uh, the people that are listening to our podcast today, maybe you're at that point. Maybe you've had this idea that's been burning in you for so long and you know you just need to let it out. Maybe you're you're at a company or an organization and and you you know there's a way to to make something better, whether it's starting a new project or changing, you know, changing the way things have been done for a long time and you know this could change and revolutionize a company. Or or maybe it's just your own personal life. You just 
uh, you, you have this passion that you really want to pursue, this thing that you really want to do, but you know, you've just been sitting on it for so long and you just don't know how to get started, even though you want to start. And so I encourage you with this, just get started. Take that first step um, uh, to, to review what we talked about today. Let your idea out. Write it down somewhere. That That is incredibly powerful and transformational to just write it down and to be able to see your idea physically and then tell people about it as well. Whether it's just one person or a small group of people, just let someone else know uh, because that creates that accountability to be able to just start on it. Um, break your idea down a little bit because sometimes we look at you know this grand business idea and think in terms of like oh my gosh 10 years from now like i, I need to have this biz- this giant business and that's so hard to get to no don't think of it that way think of just the first milestone that you have to hit break it down into smaller bite-sized chunks something that you can actually achieve and then finally just take that first step whatever that first step may be whether it's telling someone about it maybe it's taking a course or buying a book or you know finding uh, uh, the resources that you need maybe it's it's actually registering your your idea um, uh, at at the government, like your local, uh, you know, uh, small business bureau or something. Uh, maybe it's just, you know, telling your boss about it. whatever it is, just take that first step. It may not be right, but any step is a step forward when you're, when you have an idea that you've been sitting on. And so right now we're going to move into our next section. The good, good. the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Yeah, hey, the good uh, that I really took away was the quote, Stephen, that you gave us, that that nothing happens until the pain of remaining the same outweighs the pain of change. Man, I love that. I think that is uh, a beautiful uh, just way of encapsulating what I've experienced and I'm sure what a lot of other people have experienced. So the, the bad for this episode is staying stagnant. You know, the it, it's in still waters that mosquitoes gather. And who likes mosquitoes? Nobody. So just start moving and you can course correct along the way. Great point, Corey. And and for the ugly, I think we can all agree that hemorrhoids are, are ugly. They, they don't look, look good at all. They're not, they don't feel good at all. And we just want to avoid them. And there are actually very practical ways to avoid hemorrhoids. Just go ahead and go on webmd.com and you'll find <laughs> a lot of different good tips, tricks, and strategies, uh, and hacks to uh, <laughs> avoid hemorrhoids. So thank you so much again for joining us on this episode. My name is Steven. And this is Tim. Me llamo Cory. And we will see you in the next episode. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of Element 2 how to get started on your idea. Those ideas are just waiting to bust out, kind of like a alien movie, you know, when the alien busts out of the gut. That's how ideas are. They just want to get out. They want to be set free, and we need to let those ideas get out. You can get to the show notes and resources by going to thechangeelement.com slash 002. Would you do me a solid and head over to iTunes and leave us a review? We, uh... We like five-star reviews, but we'll take anything you got. And look, we're always trying to get better. We want to make sure that this show is everything you want and need. We appreciate you. And until next time, let's ignite and transform humanity. Humanity.